When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome into the weekly Michigan recruiting space. As always, I am your host, EJ Holland of the Wolverine.com, where right now you can sign up for $1 one year that gets you premium access to all your latest recruiting information, uh, team information, gets you access to our premium message board, the fort, where you can discuss Michigan athletics with other great Michigan fans. So again, that's $1 one year over at the Wolverine. What you get here is kind of a taste of what you can get over at the Wolverine, which again is $1 for an entire year. Um, but let's go ahead and dive into the latest in Michigan recruiting. We'll break down the official visitors as always. We want to hear from you guys. We want to get you guys uh, in the space asking questions. And we already have one request. And we're going to go ahead and dive into the request um, before I kind of start talking about official visitors, because it is my guy, Parallel Heartbreak, who didn't get a chance to talk last week. So what's going on, man? Thanks for joining the space. Go Blizzy! What up, baby? <laughs> what's up, man? Glad to have you back on. Man, it's good to be on. I mean, I, I got so much to say, but first, before I talk about Michigan recruit, all you little brother fans out there talking about... You know, you know, you're mad at Indo Etta and other people are going to Michigan. They're gonna build something special at East Lansing. Be for real. You lost Kenneth Walker. Y'all gonna lose about five games. Just stop. Quit, quit, quit stalking Michigan players. Talking about come here and build something special. Ain't nothing special about East Lansing. Nothing. Stop, like stop it, y'all. And, and Notre Dame fans, you got CJ Carr, real cute. Just give it to July. It's coming. Trust me. Now that I've got that out the way. Um. EJ, I, I, I subscribe to Own3. I love it. I, 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 I give you $99 right now if it went for a dollar, but it is. I'm going to wait my year like you told me to. Um, two questions. One, on, on the recruiting front, because I know the last time we talked, you did say it early, but um, O-State, I'm not saying I'm – you know, they got two wide receivers, five-star, Tayton, and it's, that's cute. Michigan probably going to get Tayton, hopefully. But – do you think that Michigan does enough when it comes to recruiting highly ranked wide receivers for one and two? What's the word or if any, because I've seen no movement with Harbor or, or Dante Moore at all. I've seen nothing other than Moore went on a visit to A&M and, and Harbor is real quiet. So like for like, should we be nervous or what's going on? And I just listen to you. Definitely. No, I pre appreciate you for, for hopping on. There isn't anything special about East Lansing or South Bend, for that matter. I mean, I, I think South Bend's probably worse than East Lansing. Um, but to kind of just address your first question, uh, in terms of wide receiver recruiting, does Michigan do enough? Look, it's been kind of weird, I guess, just because Ron Bellamy was the wide receivers coach. He got moved to defensive backs, to safeties, and then now back to wide receivers. You had Josh Gaddis leave. Um, and, and he kind of faded on the recruiting trail late. If you remember the cycle before, he was heavily invested in Xavier Worthy and Christian Dixon and 
was consistently one of the better recruiters on staff. And I think he kind of faded towards the end. And, you know, it became apparent that he was looking around for other jobs. But I think Ron Bellamy is a fantastic recruiter. He proved that last cycle, even when he was still coaching safeties. I mean, he played a big role in Michigan getting back in the mix with Darius Clemens. I know he was consistently in contact with his father and, and assisting Gaddis in landing Clemens late. Obviously, he played a, a big role in flipping Amarion Walker from Notre Dame, um, just being the uh, area recruiter in Louisiana. And I know Bellamy doesn't have a ton of experience as a college recruiter, but early returns have been extremely positive. Uh, he's been very, very involved in the recruitment of Jalen Brown lately. He's a huge reason that Brown's making an official visit to Michigan this weekend. So, uh, you know, I think that's definitely a plus. Obviously, John Tay Cook is on campus right now, another five-star level wide receiver and uh, a guy that Michigan's a dark horse with. I, I know a lot of buzz has Cook staying down south, and I definitely buy it, but I think Michigan's making a huge impression on Cook this week. I mean, he, he doesn't even leave till tomorrow. He's already been posting all the, the photos from the visit weekend. So, yeah, I think Michigan is doing enough if Michigan doesn't land Jalen Brown or John Tay Cook it's not because of a lack of effort I think Ron Bellamy is going to be a star recruiter uh, not only in the Big Ten but nationally as we continue to progress um, to answer your second question in terms of Dante Moore and Nicholas Harbor I mean I just saw Dante last week in Las Vegas right before he made the trip to A&M I think Dante's just having a little bit of a tough time dealing with the uh, the pressures of the recruiting process, which is understandable. Obviously, he just turned 17, so he's, he's kind of young for his grade. Uh, he plays quarterback. He's kind of the face of uh, Detroit right now. So I think there's just a lot of pressure with Dante. I think he, he's a very smart kid, and he's a very calculated kid in the way he approaches things. So I just, wanna, I just think he wants to, to check every box, and I don't think that's happened yet, which is why – he obviously hasn't made a decision. Um, you know, he, he did visit Texas A&M this weekend. Looks like he had a good time out there. I know Michigan's pushing to get him on campus this weekend. Um, you know, it remains to be seen if Dante will actually make a return trip to Ann Arbor. But he was on campus earlier this month. He was on campus the month before that. So, you know, Dante likes to keep it close to the vest, but oh, I still feel like Michigan's in it. Oregon's gained a lot of buzz lately. I do buy that. He has a great relationship with the staff there. They've done a tremendous job of recruiting him. The Oregon's offensive coordinator came over uh, from Florida State and, and was recruiting him at Florida State. So that relationship's been there for years. Um, and, and, you know, Michigan's always the, the comfort factor. They've, they've recruited him since he was a seventh grader. I don't know what else Michigan can necessarily do. Um, but I do think right now, Michigan, Oregon, uh, are, are kind of the schools up there. a and still in the mix. Notre Dame, despite getting Carr, is still somewhat in the mix there. Um, LSU remains kind of a, a dark horse in the recruitment as well. So, yeah, I mean, with, with Dante, I think he's still kind of taking it in stride. I think he'll make a decision maybe at some point this summer. He's a big team guy. Uh, you know, his teammates love him. He loves playing for King. That means something to him. So I don't think he wants to drag this on into the fall. I think preferably he'd like to make a decision soon. And I'll catch up with Dante at some point here in the near future. Like I said, I think he's just kind of stressed, so I've kind of left him alone. And on top of that, he's prepping for Elite 11 in Los Angeles as well, which will take place here 
uh, in a, in about a week. So that'll be something to watch as well. Um, and then in terms of Nicholas Harbor, yeah, he, he stays extremely quiet, but with Nick, there just isn't a lot going on in his recruitment right now, just because he's so hyper-focused on track. He just ran in the new balance nationals this past weekend. I know he's training for the big Nike event, I believe in Oregon later this month. So He's really just focused on track. It's not really that Nick's necessarily quiet. It's just that there's not a lot to talk about with Nick right now because recruiting's taking a backseat to what he's doing on, on the track. I mean, he's fully focused on that. Even when I went out and visited him in May, he told me, you know, this summer wasn't really going to be filled with, with much of any visits. It's, it was just solely going to be track. And the thing about Nick is he takes track so seriously. He cares as much about track as he does football he wants to do both at the next level that's extremely important to him he, he's told me he wants to be uh, an nfl player but also wants to be an olympian so you know when you look at nick obviously he's a freak at six foot five 235 pounds he you know runs a 10 to 8 100 meters so if anybody can do that it's him i still think michigan is a, a big player in his recruitment I, I still really really like where michigan stands and i think you'll see him back in ann arbor in the fall but as always appreciate you parallel heartbreak for for jumping on the uh for jumping on the the space all right now that we've uh gotten through parallel heartbreaks questions let's go ahead and talk about some of the official visitors that were on campus over the weekend let's talk about one of my favorite uh, official visitors before we answer some of the uh, other requesters. I love Jacoby Johnson. Uh, I think he is the best athlete in the country. He is rated as such the number one overall athlete prospect in America. I had a chance to spend some time with Jacoby out in Oklahoma this offseason and just talking to him, man, he just seems like a Michigan kid. So when I guess the Oklahoma predictions came in last week for him, and he is an Oklahoma kid, so it's always tough to pull guys out of the Sooner State. Even though those predictions came in, I, I kind of told people over at the Wolverine, like, calm down. I feel like he's still a Michigan-type kid. Like, he's going to be really, really impressed on the official visit. And he made the official visit this weekend, and he absolutely loved it. If you're not a subscriber to the Wolverine, I'd highly recommend you subscribing just to read the Jacoby Johnson because the Q&A was great. I, I thought the visit went as well as it could have gone. Uh, Steve Klinkscale, Ron Bellamy, Jesse Minter, and of course Jim Harbaugh were all heavily involved in this recruitment. Johnson's such a tremendous athlete that he can play on both sides of the ball. He can be a wide receiver. I like him as a defensive back, which I think is where he'll primarily play, whether it's safety or a bigger corner. I think he can play basically every spot in the secondary. Um, and he's also a high-level basketball player. He actually got recruiting looks as a basketball player before uh, he got recruiting looks as a football player. He had a chance to tour the basketball facilities. All of that went great. He's a high academic kid that also has Stanford high on his list. In fact, he's taking an official visit to Stanford here soon. Um, so I know Michigan's academic presentations made a big impression on him. He had a chance to meet Charles Woodson, who's played both ways at Michigan and is obviously an all-time great. Um, so that made another big impression on Johnson. So again, I think the visit was, uh, I think Michigan knocked it out of the park on, on the visit. I really do. Um, and I also feel like 
Michigan is a dark horse to land him. I, I really could see Jacoby Johnson in the class. Again, it's going to be tough to pull him away from Oklahoma, but Michigan has experience doing that. They obviously landed um, Dax Hill a couple of cycles ago, so I think um, Jacoby Johnson is, is definitely a strong possibility for Michigan. So I thought that visit uh, was phenomenal. So we'll get back to the visitors after we let in Owen into the uh, into the space. All right, we're just waiting for Owen to connect. What's up? How's it Owen? going? Go blue. Go blue, baby. Uh, first of all, Mister Chiampong, I see you in here. Go blue, baby. And uh, <laughs> second of all, um, Ohio State did just land a pair of five-star receivers. Um, I was wondering if you're going to see. Michigan's cornerback board uh, switch up this year and or next year to mirror like styles of guys that Ohio State gets. Does that make sense? No, that's a good question. And Michigan has already kind of switched up styles this year. They're really looking for speed at the cornerback position. Um, you know, normally they wouldn't have an issue just recruiting tall, long guys, right? But now they're really looking at track times. Are guys running below an 11, 100 meter? So, for example, a guy that's very high on the board that I just had an update on tonight actually is Daniel Harris, uh, teammate of five-star wide receiver Jalen Brown. Uh, so Daniel Harris is exactly what Michigan wants. That's why he's top of the board, tier one guy. When you look at, at Daniel's measurables, he fits what Michigan's normally recruited at the corner position. He's 6'2", 175. So he obviously has the height. He has the length. I've seen him in person. Um, and, and he definitely checks the boxes. So, so those are legitimate numbers. But he's a guy that also runs, I believe, a 10, 7, 9, 100 meter going off the top of my head. So don't quote me. But I know it's around that area. And that's obviously very fast for his size. So they want guys like that. That's why they made Jair Hill an early priority. And now there are a lot of moving parts with Hill's recruitment. Um, but obviously Hill was that type of guy, a tall kid at, at 6'2", uh, 175 pounds, same as, as Harris, uh, a kid that was a junior Olympian that ran in the 10-8 in the 100 meter this year. So yeah, I think Klinkscale has kind of shifted the focus from, all right, let's recruit tall long guys to let's recruit tall long guys with speed obviously you have to match ohio state speed they bring a lot of it on the outside they are doing a tremendous job of recruiting wide receivers brian hartline is one of if not the best uh recruiter in the entire country and you know there there's no way around it i mean carnell tate is a tremendous talent i love carnell uh, i'm a big carnell tate guy i've had a chance to see brandon ennis throughout the offseason playing with South Florida Express along with Tate. And I think he's the real deal. He kind of fits what wide receivers look like that are kind of taking over college football, just not not necessarily the tall guy, but the compact slot receiver that's really quick inside, in and out of breaks and, and can make plays happen in space. So uh, you, you couple those two with Bryson Rogers, and that's a great class for Ohio State uh, in terms of wide receivers. But I think Michigan – and Clink Scale are taking the right approach in, in, you know, recruiting guys like Daniel Harris and, and uh, you know, Jordan Matthews and Jair Hill. I think those are the type of guys that can limit Ohio State wide receivers in terms uh, of their speed. So, yeah, I think you're already kind of seeing 
a change in philosophy in the way they're approaching cornerback recruiting. So that's definitely a great question. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Oh, and we have uh, Trevor Ritchie in the uh, in the space. So shout out to Trevor. He is the co-host moderating tonight, trying to avoid trolls. So I, I think he's doing some background checks. And uh, I know we have some other requests right now, but hopefully they're not trolls. So Trevor is uh, kind of moderating those. Uh, but we'll get back to talking about official visitors unless, you know, Trevor does some background and lets some guys in. Um, we'll talk about, let's see, we have some more requests. Um, I'm going to let Abi Rahman in because he always requests and never really gets a chance. So let's go ahead and talk to Abi and see if he's not a troll. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Avi, you are Awesome. In. EJ, how you doing? Good. How's I'm going, good. At, uh, Collins, go blue. I uh, hope you end up joining the class and building it first and foremost. Um, secondly, EJ, uh, the biggest concern I have is, uh, is offensive line recruiting right now. Uh, it, it seems, you know, it, it, it's not dire, right? But, you know, it seems like we've been kind of missing on some of our top targets, especially, uh, with our tackles. Uh, so can you talk about that a little bit? And then my second question is, uh, and this is actually a question for Collins too. Uh, what actually happens on these official visits? Um, I, I've always kind of wondered, uh, like what, what is kind of the itinerary for that? And, uh, how, what does Michigan do to differentiate itself? <laughs> so I think Collins will tell you he probably ate some good food. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I know that I, I gave kind of a little bit of an itinerary breakdown over at the Wolverine and into the blue today. So again, you can subscribe for $1 one year. It's very cheap, cheaper than, uh, tank of gas i mean a gallon of gas um but yeah no i mean as far as itinerary i the food's great um you know they had zingerman's uh cater this weekend i'm not sure if they've done that every weekend but i know zingerman's catered this weekend uh i know they've taken the guys to the pizza house so they've had some good food uh i know on i believe on colin's official visit in particular they had some steak and lobster so that that definitely impressed the recruits uh, they get to stay at the Graduate Hotel in Ann Arbor. Um, it's a more of a, a boutique, old-style type of hotel. Uh, Collins is showing love, so he definitely enjoyed the food. Um, but outside of the food and the hotel, uh, I think every visit's been different in terms of activity. I think the player activities, I think the player hosts have been phenomenal, uh, especially along the offensive line, Tristan Bounds, Giovanni Alhadi. Uh, Raheem Anderson, Zach Dinter have all done a, a great job of hosting recruits. I know Jalen Harrell's done a great job of hosting some of the edge guys. I know that um, Jamon and German Green did a great job this weekend with Jacoby Johnson. So the player hosts have been great. They've all been able to hang out with the players. Um, you know, you have your usual stuff. You have your academic presentations. You have your strength and conditioning presentations, which Ben Herbert, by the way, is the least talked about 
recruiting weapon on these visits. He does a phenomenal job. All the recruits, including Collins, have given him great reviews. Um, so on top of you know Ben Herbert's strength and conditioning presentation, you also have Abigail O'Connor's uh, nutrition presentation, which has been great. Um, and then, like I said, the activities have been different. I know the guys have gone fouling, which I guess is football with bowling, kind of a weird game. Um, I know they've been doing laser tag in the indoor. They've had breakfast over at the, uh, at the country club and golf club. So yeah, they do a lot of different things. I, I think the, the more, most important thing are, are kind of the, the presentations, just academic strength and conditioning, nutrition, NIL, player development, all that stuff, but really just sitting down with Harbaugh, sitting down with their position coaches and also just getting a feel for the players on the team are some of the most important aspects of these official visits. Um, and then in terms of offensive line recruiting, I'm not overly concerned with interior offensive line recruiting. I think Michigan leads for Paul Mubenga coming out of his official visit. I think Michigan leads for Amir Herring coming out of his official visit. So those are two very quality prospects. Amir, a four-star. Mubenga should be a four-star. I mean, he has legitimate offers from across the country. Uh, and then Michigan's still in the mix with Landon Hatchett coming out of this official visit. Uh, I think tackle is a concern. Michigan's going to miss out on Caden Proctor. He eliminated them this, this past week. They're going to miss out on Caden Green. Obviously, he didn't make his official visit. Uh, Evan Link doesn't look likely after missing his official visit this weekend. Um, so really, you're, you're kind of depending on Logan Howland, who's a guy that I predicted to Michigan going into his official visit. Michigan did not close. He made an official visit to Miami. Oklahoma is still a strong contender there. He has another official visit uh, coming up this weekend. So uh, a lot going on with Logan Howland and then kind of the, the board drops off from there. So I think, first of all, landing Logan is huge. Um, I, I don't think there was as much movement created with Charles Jagusaw as, as you would have liked over this weekend. I think that Notre Dame still lead there. So yeah, I think offensive tackle is a little rough. That's probably... You know, we're, we're about to head into the dead period next week. That's probably going to be the position that I'm going to be the most concerned about going into the dead period. Now, Jerome Moore didn't turn into a bad recruiter overnight. He's still uh, a personality guy that a lot of players love. You know, they, they won the Joe War Award last year. So I think there's still a lot to sell to offensive line recruits. But, yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense as to why Michigan's not landing offensive line guys they they need offensive line guys obviously it was a small class last year uh, i believe it was just the two high schoolers and gentry so um yeah tackle is definitely a concern i can't tell you why it's a concern it just is and uh, it you know options are kind of dwindling but appreciate you abby for joining and uh thanks for uh, getting your question in and, and glad you weren't a troll man <laughs> yeah you. thank you ej uh you know this. I say this every time. Uh, you're the absolute best. You're the best Michigan reporter in the game, and I hope you know that. So Awesome, man. No, thank you. Um, we'll go ahead and go to Dave L. Because like I said last time, I liked his cat, and he messaged me, and I forgot to get back to him. So we'll let Dave L. into the space. All right, Dave, you can speak at any time. Hi. Um, I, my big question was about uh, the edge. How many 
are they looking at taking? It seems like we've got a really, really strong board. Uh, and I think guys like Harper and Achampong and probably Jackson Howard are all, if they want to come, you take them. Are guys like Tyler Thompson, Joseph Mapoy, and uh, the French guy, I am Kumbaya Merrick, are they kind of fighting <laughs> for one spot? Yeah, no, good question. Um, the edge board's been interesting to sort out throughout the entire cycle. I think there's a couple of clear tier one guys, one of them being Collins, who's in the space, so you guys can tell him go blue. Um, but yeah, I, I think Collins is definitely a take no matter what. He has some of the biggest upside in the entire country, a native of Ghana who's only played football for one year, uh, built like an absolute freak. I mean, six foot eight, 250 pounds or whatever you're at right now, Collins. Um, I had a chance to see him at the uh, Los Angeles Under Armour camp um, two months ago, I guess it, it, it was now. But, I mean, he checks all the boxes. So, I, I mean, he's obviously a tier one guy. He's committing July 1st. Uh, I like where Michigan stands there. So, I think he would fill a spot. Um Eno Etta has started to trend towards Michigan. He's a clear tier one guy. Uh, as soon as Mike Elston arrived at Michigan, he made Etta a top, top overall priority. I like where Michigan stands with him coming out of the visit. Obviously, there were a lot of moving parts there with Michigan State, expecting him to get into class, the tide turning towards Michigan, now him making an official visit to Stanford. I think at the end of the day, Michigan offers the best of both worlds, which he's consistently said in his interviews. Uh, as far as having high-level academics and high-level football and edge production. So I think Eno would be another another spot. So that's two guys right there. I think you make room for Nicholas Harbour no matter what. I think he's an athlete, take more so as an edge, but we'll count him as an edge just because that's his highest upside and that's where he's been recruited a lot as. Um, but I, I think Harbour, you can kind of pencil in as an athlete edge, so he would be another guy. Um, and I think Michigan's in a great spot there. So that's three um, yes, they would take Tyler Thompson coming out of his official visit. That's a guy they like more so than the ranking systems. Um, I've never seen Tyler and Thompson in person. I do not know very much about Tyler Thompson. That's probably one of the biggest recruits that I'm not as familiar with. Shout out to Aaron Gates for joining the space. Y'all can give him love. Um, so yeah, Tyler Thompson is probably the guy that I'm least, uh, least familiar with, but I know the staff would take him. So that's probably your three and a half right there. Um, I think you would take Jackson Howard no matter what. He's another guy that offers position versatility. He can be a high-level tight end as well. That's where he was initially recruited at. So, yeah, I think Jackson Howard's a take no matter what. I think I don't, I'm not as confident in Jackson as I maybe am with Collins or Enno. I think that Miami is a huge threat there. Uh, he's on his official visit to LSU. That's another threat in Minnesota, making it a priority to keep him at home. But I think Jackson, you would take no matter what. And then as far as Kumbo, the the French kid, um, I don't know. I think it just really depends on how this board shakes out. I think that he would maybe be a take if Tyler Thompson spurns Michigan and decides to stay closer to home and, and play for like a Duke or UNC or somebody or NC State or somebody like that. Um, I'm not sure he's as high on the priority board. I know Elston saw him um, during the uh, Dallas satellite camp, and he also saw him at the Atlanta satellite camp. He was part of that uh, European PPI recruits group that was making the rounds around the country. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's where the edge board stands right now. I think the ideal class would be uh, Collins, Eno, 
Tyler Thompson and, and Nicholas Harbor. And then, you know, maybe you make room for another guy later in the cycle. You always make room for Jackson Howard, but that's probably the best overview I can give you of the edge board. But thanks, Dave, for, for hopping on. Like I said, like the cat and uh, glad you're not a troll either. All right, so uh, we're moving on from Dave, and we got our guy, uh, Jonathan Crutcher, who always joins the space, so we'll go ahead and let him in. EJ, is there any way we, we could get um, Jamie in here as well? I, you can go to Jonathan first. He's been waiting patiently, though, too. Yes, we can get Jamie in. If he's passed the background check, that was Trevor, our our new security guard, so he's he's keeping out the Notre Dame trolls. But Jonathan, we'll get you in first. What's up, man? Well, it looks like we uh, we lost Jonathan, so we, we will go ahead and go to Jamie. Can you hear me this time? Oh, we, we do have Jonathan yeah, on. It, Sorry it about that. It never works the first time. I always have to leave and come back. It doesn't like me. It, it must think, <laughs> no, what's up, guys? It must think I'm a Notre Dame troll or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not just relaxing. Um. You keep mentioning, you know, because I'm on the site and I pay attention, um, and you keep mentioning the offensive line outside, like tackles. Um, I guess my first question is, is there any tackles that Michigan could get in on? I know you were excited about um, Tarek, but you said it looks like he's going to go to Iowa. You don't expect Evan Leak to come, probably cancel his visit. Um, so do you think they would send out more like left tackle, right tackle offers, or do you think they would wait is my first question. And then my second question is, are we going to get any more recruits committed before July 1st, or are we playing a waiting game? No, definitely a good question on the tackle board. I think that one's a really tough one to answer. I mean, they're obviously going to wait and see what happens with Logan Howland. That was a guy they felt good about going into the visit. Obviously, he didn't commit. He's continued to make visits. Oklahoma's got the first visit, actually, and remains arguably the biggest threat to Michigan right now. So I think we have to see how the Logan Howland recruitment plays out. Aside from the Howland recruitment, yeah, I mean, it's tough sledding. I don't think they're going to get Charles Jagusaw, so... You know, that's one off. Caden Proctor, Caden Green off the board now as well. Um, you know, in terms of a premier, premier tackle, I would say Monroe Freeling is a kid to keep an eye on out of South Carolina. But he, he recently included Michigan in his top seven. But I would say that's a really, really hard get. Um, some other names. I really love Tree Babelade out of the DMV, out of DeMott, the same school as uh, as Jason Moore. Um He's a kid that they could, uh, excuse me, they could circle back around to, uh, but it looks like he's closing in on his decision. So, yeah, it's it's tough sledding. I mean, they could try to get back in with Evan Link, who missed his official visit, but looking like Penn State or Stanford there. So I think Michigan expands the board in the summer. It gets tough going into the fall, especially with Sharon Moore having so many responsibilities now as the offensive line coach, the co-offensive coordinator. Um, it's going to get busy for him, uh, and it's going to be tough to find tackles. But I think with the tackle position in general, you do see some late risers. So, yeah, I mean, to best answer your question, 
if Hallen doesn't commit, they're they're probably in some trouble there at the tackle position, and they're going to have to expand their board regardless. And we'll see what name pop names pop up. I mean, I can't really think of a ton that I've seen on the road. And one kid I really did like was down in Texas, Terrence Green, uh, who's very high on Michigan State. He could be a guy that they could circle back to. So we'll see what happens with the tackle board in terms of commits before July 1st. I mean, there isn't a lot of time left before July 1st. Yeah, I could see it happening before July 1st. Um, but I, I think July will be a good month for Michigan. I mean, you have Collins making his decision, Frederick Moore making his decision, Amir Herring making his decision. So those dudes are locked in. But yeah, I could see a couple jumping in. The dead period starts June 27th, so it could give guys time to kind of reset and make their decisions. But as always, appreciate you, Jonathan, for hopping on um and i guess we were going to try to get trevor's guy in here but i think jonathan hopped in and he hopped out so uh it was tough to to get him in but no we appreciate you jonathan we'll have time for one more sounds good ej appreciate you answering my question yeah, yeah ej no we already got jamie in here ready to go okay okay well jamie will be our last guy um we've gone over 30 minutes already so uh, what's up, Jamie? What's going on, EJ? I appreciate you guys letting me speak. I promise I'm not a troll. I promise I'm not a troll. I won't be like that. I, I am an Ohio State fan, so this is coming from like an outsider's perspective here. So I'm more or less just kind of curious as to when do you finally call it quit with Jim Harbaugh? You know, you guys get a lot of great, talented recruits that come into the university. You know, you guys have a, a definitely respected program within the Power Five. I mean, you guys aren't some like slouch or pushover. I'm just kind of curious as, you know, when are you just kind of finally say like, you know what, it, it, Jim, you had a great run. We've given you everything we can in terms of our quarterbacks, running backs, wide receiver room, and everything like that. It's, I'm just kind of curious as like kind of when do you guys finally say like, screw it, we're done. We're, we're, we're looking for a new guy to take over. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question from an interesting perspective. I mean, there is no real reason to call it quits with Harbaugh right now. Obviously, the offseason was rocky with the NFL rumors. And I think that's going to be every offseason for the most part. And you kind of have to live with it. But I mean, you don't part ways with the guy that just led you to a win over Ohio State, a Big Ten Conference Championship and, um, you know, is a Michigan man. So I I don't see Harbaugh leaving anytime soon unless he leaves on his own accord. I mean, the schedule's pretty soft this season to open things up. I don't really see any reason Michigan shouldn't be going into the Ohio State game undefeated or, or one loss. I, I mean, I know the, the Penn State-Michigan State games are going to be kind of tough, but overall, I mean, the, the schedule to open up the season's as good as you'd want it. So I think Michigan's going to have another great year on the field so I don't know that there's any reason to part ways with Jim Harbaugh I don't know any timeline in the near future where Michigan would part ways with Jim Harbaugh I think he's here to stay he made it clear this offseason that he wants to be at Michigan again I don't think that you know Michigan's out of the clear in terms of uh, NFL rumors those will always be there um but yeah, there's no reason to 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 get rid of Harbaugh. And who are you going to replace him with? I mean, Luke Fickle, or you know, I I don't know. That I, I don't think you can really get any better than Harbaugh. He's still one of the best coaches. He's coach of the year. Um, you know, being a guy that was a 49ers fan before 
I came over to the Michigan beat. I've always been a big Harbaugh fan. Uh, I love what he did with the Niners. I know he didn't get us over the hump in terms of winning the Super Bowl, but what he did with those teams was absolutely tremendous. What he did with the Michigan team last year was absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know Harbaugh is not necessarily the guy that's going around climbing trees and sleeping over at recruits' houses and doing what he used to do. Um, but I think he's kind of reinvented himself, and he's still a, a great coach, and that's proven by last year's results. And I think with such a chaotic offseason, he's going to be just as motivated to get it done this year, just like last year. And like I said, the schedule is pretty soft, so I think Michigan's in for another great year, and I don't think there's going to be any talks of firing Harbaugh or anything like that in the near future. Um, but yeah, we appreciate Jamie for hopping on, even as a Buckeye fan. Uh, obviously, go blue. Appreciate you guys for hopping on. Uh, last thing, um, if you join late, you can subscribe to thewolverine.com for $1 one year. Gets you premium access to our recruiting information, team information, great message board where you can interact with other Michigan fans. We have a lot of content coming up, obviously, as recruiting season is in full swing. Appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of the week.